Auzubillahiminashshaytanirajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I greet you my brothers and sisters with the universal greetings of peace Assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu I'm very grateful to be here in Makassa Sanflay and present my 132nd Juma lecture across the country, shukar alhamdulillah. And I am thankful to Molana Mohammed Peters for giving me this opportunity to be here with my brothers and sisters in Sunflay. My topic today is really on the glorious Quran, the glorious Quran. And before I got to the glorious Quran, I want to tell you how I got to the glorious Quran. To engage the Quran. I always knew that Islam as a way of living was a way that benefited human beings. I think anybody can agree. Don't drink. There's no value in drinking. You waste your money. Act like a fool. Don't gamble. It's quite obvious. You understand? Some things are very obvious about Islam. Modesty, respect, how you carry yourself, be honest. So I think Generally, people who know anything about Islam will know that Islam is to benefit us and to benefit the society. I mean, Muslims, if we owned bottle stores and if we owned casinos, you know what would happen? Close to two billion people on the path of enjoining good and forbidding evil. Imagine those Muslims around the world if they were drinking and driving at Christmas time what the road statistics will be. So we Muslim people following Islam are contributors to our own lives and contributors to the society. That's quite obvious. In fact, Islam is the only religious teaching that says stay away from interest as well. That bondage will finish you for the whole life. You'll be paying off for your whole life. Islam is the only system that actually encourages personal interpersonal relations, how to transact, how to get married, all these things and how to live in a society. So I knew that. It doesn't take much for a person to see that there is value in Islam. And then I came to know about our beloved Prophet Muhammad that he was indeed the greatest leader of humanity of all time. I read this from non-Muslims. Michael H. Hart who ranked the hundred most influential people in history, the people that contributed the most to society, to the world, he puts number one, our beloved Prophet Muhammad So I knew after about Islam that there's some great value in it. I came to know about the beloved Prophet the most honorable human being, as the Quran says, a mercy unto all the worlds. I came to know what a great and honorable human being our beloved Prophet Muhammad in the contribution. And then after that, I came to understand that there's a difference between Islam and Iman. The Quran says, you may be submitting your will in Islam, but Iman has not entered into your hearts. The Quran makes a distinction. And so then I wanted to find out about Allah. And I became aware of truth, the divine reality, haq, Allah. And 
that's when I started looking at the Quran for information about Allah because the Quran gives us information about Allah that is in no other sources available yes there have been revelations and revelators or messengers that came before the beloved Prophet but the thing about the Quran is that it's still with us intact today the Injil, the Zabur, the Torah does not exist intact today and the Quran is a unique book it's a unique kitab that is a living miracle today that right in our own homes or in our, on our devices you can google the Quran and you can access in Arabic and often different other languages the translation of the Quran and that is exactly the same information that came from Allah to humanity through the archangel Jibreel delivered by the beloved prophet Muhammad so the Quran is a unique book it took 23 years to be revealed you might read it in a day some people or a few days but those verses came over years 23 years those verses came through and I began to engage the Quran very differently you see we can engage Islam like blind followers we can engage the Prophet like blind followers we can engage Allah like blind followers and we can engage the Quran like blind followers or we can wake up and see truth and be transformed by truth and the Quran is the glorious Quran it's not just a book it is the exact revelation that came through Jibreel delivered by the Prophet Muhammad to humanity and we have it in our own homes and I began recognizing that most people just recite the Quran and they don't read the Quran and most people don't understand a word of what the Quran is saying they might rush to cut them the Quran complete 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 but not words are not being received and they are not having an engagement with the Quran and so I started reading the Quran not just reciting it but reading it word by word on the internet you can actually see what's the Arabic what's the English and you can start actually engaging the Quran which is a great thing there is no other engagement on the, that you can engage on the planet then Allah's word directly remaining uncontaminated and the Quran is truly a guidance a healing a mercy and good news to those who believe see the Quran says to those who believe it is these things a guidance and we, I don't know about you, but I require guidance. I'm open to guidance. The Quran says the guidance of Allah is the only guidance. You know, we can turn to people. But turning to the Quran and asking Allah to guide you in this information that's there is very important. Sometimes we are told you know you can't read the Quran you won't understand anything 
Sometimes we are told like that. Now nobody is asking you to become a Molana or a, you know, Mufti or make Sharia rulings when you are reading the Quran. You can read the Quran asking Allah for guidance. And the Quran, by the way, is not for you to understand. The Quran changes your understanding. You understand? You might think I'm not smart enough to understand the Quran. The Quran changes your understanding. The Quran transformed the most backward nation on the planet. There was no worse nation that existed on the planet as barbarians, as the pre-Islamic Muslims of Arabia. And the Quran transformed them. You understand? The Quran is pure power available to us today in our homes. But a lot of the people are just blindly following Islam, blindly following the prophets, blindly worshipping Allah and blindly leading the Quran, reading the Quran. See? So I'm here to tell you that the Quran is what we must turn to, not just to read it at high speed, to complete it. But it's a book of guidance. It is a book of guidance. It is a book of healing. It heals fear, superstition, ignorance, worry. It heals. It is a mercy to guide us onto a path of, that brings us benefit. And it is glad tidings to the believers. So I started engaging the Quran and as I said to you, you can read the Quran and get a translation or you can ask somebody who knows about the Quran to explain it to you. Or you can do research or find some authority and start engaging the Quran. At the very least, have an interest in your heart that I would like to experience the Quran in an understanding of it not just in a blindly reciting it because the Quran is not poetry the Quran itself says that we did not give poetry to the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu so a lot of people read the Quran or hear the recital and they say mashallah mashallah they don't know what they're hearing and they're listening to it and it's very melodious and they might think it's poetry to be appreciated the Quran is saying it's not poetry it is guidance, it is a healing, it is a mercy, it is glad tidings to those who believe. You see? So at the very least, we can have in our hearts an interest to engage the Quran and be transformed by it. As I told you, don't think you can't understand. The Quran changes your understanding. See, it changes the understanding of people. The Quran is the guidance of Allah. So, what I'm saying to us is that we can begin to open up to be transformed by truth. Because the Quran says it is a book of guidance. And in it there is no doubt. For who? For those who are conscious of Allah. And so the thing I looked about in the Quran first when I was reading the Quran and understanding the Quran was about Allah. What does the Quran say about Allah? Because that's the most important thing, Allah. And right there in the Quran, and the Quran is very repetitive. 
It's the same thing more or less over and over again because the Prophet was over 23 years talking the same thing in different ways to different people. Yes, at different times the community was evolving and certain prohibitions came into being. And as I said to you, when you read the Quran, don't think you're not smart enough to read the Quran because you don't need to be a mufti to pass fatwas. You just need to read it to get the essence of it. Like when it starts off with the opening chapter, it says... Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen How many of us actually know what Surah Fatiha actually means? All praise and thanks is due to the source of all the worlds Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim The most gracious, the most merciful Master of the day of judgment, the day of accountability Thee alone do we worship, thee alone do we turn to Show us the straight path that we want to get So. You can understand that. Trust me, you can understand that. When the Quran says, worship Allah, you can understand that. When the Quran says, be thankful, those that are thankful are thankful for the benefit of their own souls, you can understand that. When the Quran says, by the end of the day, human beings are in a state of loss, except those who have faith and do good deeds, guide others to truth and patient perseverance, you can understand that. Do not be threatened by the Quran. Ask Allah for guidance. The Quran says before you read the Quran, say A'udhu Billahi Rajeem that I claim refuge with Allah from Satan and I'm engaging this. Engage the Quran with intent that I want to be guided. I want the healing. I want the mercy. I want the glad tidings. I am among the believers. The Quran says it's a book of glad tidings. It's a book of clear guidance. To who? To the Allah conscious. It's of value to who? Those who believe in the unseen. Who accept the imperceptible. Not those who are in the world and always looking at what you can see. We acknowledge the unseen. Those who establish regular prayer. See, who will turn to the Quran? It's telling you. It's a book of clear guidance for those who are conscious of Allah. And those who acknowledge the unseen. Those who pray regularly. And those who engage in purifying acts, zakah, spend of what we have given them. Those people will value the Quran. You see, if you acknowledge the unseen. So the Quran tells us about Allah. And that is the most important thing you can understand. For example, Allah, how many times you might have read, Do you know what this means? Say, Jibrail is telling the beloved Prophet to tell the people, Allah is the unique and supreme. Allah is the uncreated creator. Allah is the uncreated creator. Allah has no beginning, no middle and no end. Allah is not born. Allah has no aging process. Allah does not die. The Quran is telling us, that beyond what we see, whatever we see and our understanding of what we see and that which we see and understand with is a created world. The Quran's message is that this world is a created world that has a creator that is beyond us and we cannot perceive. But that which is beyond us is unique, supreme and worthy of acknowledgement. The Quran is telling us the created world is created, it's made up. 
But only Allah is not made up. Allah is unique and supreme. Allah always was the one. How many of us understand Tawheed? Tawheed, the emphasis of the Quran is Tawheed. When you ask people about Tawheed, Allah is one, Allah is one. What does that mean? I don't know. Tawheed is there is only Allah. The one that is all powerful because of whom we are and everything is. We and everything that is has no power because we are created. But the one that creates is all powerful. Only Allah really is. Only Allah really exists. Because Allah exists and is all great and all gracious, we have been given life. We are sustained in life. And we can do as we wish in terms of I can speak to you, I've got choices, I can come to Makassar and visit and bring glad tidings to you. By permission of Allah alone, we have no power of our own. Allah the independent has created everything that depends on Allah. Allah is unique. Allah is supreme. And the Quran encourages us to acknowledge Allah. Every day acknowledge there is Allah alone worthy of worship. What is worship? We don't even know. Worship means you drop everything. At least a few times a day. And you focus on Allah because it's worthy. Allah is worthy of acknowledgement. That you are. And because you are, we are. And because you are great and gracious, we are humans favored by you and we have life and we have been given gifts and favor. Allah is worthy of our acknowledgement. Is Allah not worthy of our acknowledgement? The Quran tells us about Allah. There's no other source on the planet that tells us about Allah. Yes, there were revelations before and they have been contaminated, but only the Quran remains. The living miracle that was revealed by Jibreel to the Prophet Muhammad is in your homes for you to engage, for you to be guided, for you to receive mercy and receive the healing and experience the glad tidings of being a believer. See, are you a believer? Are you a mu'min? Are you one who acknowledges Allah and Tawheed? There is only Allah worthy of worship. There is only Allah worthy of strong feeling. Strong feeling is not for the created world. It's for the creator of the created world. Focus and attention is not for the created world. And what's happening in created world is for Allah. There are no gods but God. There is no deity worthy of worship but Allah. Exclusive attention. Exclusive attention. What are we doing when we are reading the Quran? Well, I'm talking about really reading the Quran, not just reciting it. Because when the first word came to the beloved Prophet ﷺ through Jibreel ﷺ, what was the first word? Who knows? Anybody? Very good. Read. The Prophet was unlettered. What did he say? I don't know how to read. You think Jibreel said, said, I'm going, see you, bye. He said, read. He didn't say. The Prophet didn't know how to read, understand information. He said, I don't know how to read. But the Prophet was given the thing. This is the great blessing to humanity. The great revelation. And he continued, read, don't stop, read. Just read, carry on, go for it. Read. See, this is what we can do. We can read. 
Don't stop. Don't think I'm not. I don't know anything. Yes, you're not a mufti. Yes, you don't know anything about Sharia. We go to the muftis and the learned people who studied the Quran. But the basic understanding that be thankful to Allah, worship me. There's no god but me. Acknowledge me. Be in awe of me. This is the message of the Quran. There is only Allah worthy of worship. Excessive attention is for Allah alone, not for the created world. It guides us to worship Allah, that every day we drop everything, including ourselves. We forget about us, and we forget about the created world. We forget about our pleasures and our pains. We forget about our desires and our dreads. We forget about everything and we focus on Allah, His greatness, His uniqueness. And we acknowledge Him and we attend to Allah. So many of us are attending to so many things in the world. Do you actually drop everything and attend to Allah? It's not about us. It's about Allah. We don't really exist except because Allah is all great, all gracious and has favored us. Are you interested in the Creator more than the created world is the question. A mu'min is grounded in Allah consciousness and lives in this world but grounds themselves in Allah conscious. A mu'min is one, this is why worship is such an important part of a Muslim's life. Because we always with Allah, grounding, we wake up with Allah, we sleep with Allah, during the day we drop everything for Allah and we go into the world. We go into the world. We don't live in the world and thinking, do I have time for the Quran? Do I have time for Salah? Do I have time you know, for Islamic things? The believer is Allah conscious that there is only Allah who really exists. And because Allah really exists, therefore we have the experience of existing. Allah exists before us and after us. Allah is the ever existing. But we, by His permission, have been given life from birth to death. And we can choose to acknowledge that, accept that. Forget about everything for a few minutes a day and focus on Allah. This is his message. Be in awe of Allah. Be in awe of Allah. That Allah is worthy of awe. That we recognize Allah is the magnificent, the magnanimous. Allah is the majestic. Allah is the marvelous. We recognize Allah alone is pure. Allah alone is holy. Allah alone is pristine. Allah is the flawless. Allah is free of defect. Allah is the perfect. Nothing in the world is great. Whatever you think is so special in the world, Allah is beyond. Allahu Akbar means Allah is beyond the creation. And nothing in creation is the splendor of Allah. Acknowledge Allah has power over all things. Acknowledge Allah, you are all powerful. You are almighty. You are invincible. Acknowledge Allah, you are all-knowing. Allah, you are all-wise, are all-intelligent. Acknowledge Allah, you are our source, our sustainer, our supporter, our satisfier. You are worthy of all. Acknowledge Allah. Acknowledge Allah, you are our protector, you are our provider, you are our guide. We open to guidance. Thank you for the Quran. Thank you for the Quran. I'm interested in the guidance. Thank you Allah for the guidance. You are our guide. 
Acknowledge Allah what He has given to us, who He is, and what He has given. To. Acknowledge that Allah is the all-loving, the always affectionate, the all-caring, the utterly considerate. Acknowledge that your eyes, your ears is because of the consideration of Allah. The Quran says, read it, because you'll hear it says those who appreciate get more. Read it, you will understand that most human beings are ungrateful. Read it and you will see yourself there and you'll realize I am in error. Allah forgive me. Allah is the all gracious, all generous. Allah is the all compassionate. Allah is the all merciful. Allah is the pardoning. Allah is the forgiving. Allah is the dissolver of difficulties and diseases. Allah is the hearer of invocation and the answer of invocation. Allah is Allah is the fulfiller of our desires, the accomplisher of purposes. Allah is our source and there is thee alone do we worship and thee alone do we turn to. See, thee alone, Allah, you are unique and supreme. We are focused outside time and space. Time and space and everything created is because of Allah. The Quran tells us about Allah in a way that no other religion has information about Allah. And it tells us how to connect with Allah. The Quran, through the Quran, that you cannot through anybody else. Yes, there are teachers. Yes, there are people who studied the Quran. We can go to them for guidance. But you go to Allah for guidance with a capital G and He will use those people who have studied to guide you. Thee alone do we worship, thee alone do we turn to. See, the message of the Quran is worship Allah. That if you worship Allah and remember Him, He will remember you. That there is the last day. That each one of us will pass away. And we will be raised up again and we will be held accountable. The Quran cautions us that we got to be conscious of the fact of our meeting with Allah. And how do we want to meet with Allah? And the Quran guides us how to meet with Allah. Because we get so lost in this world, we get so into the experience, we forget that you're going to die. A mu'min is interested in living with Iman, dying with Iman, being raised up with Iman and having beyond genital firdos with Allah. This is what a real believer is and that's why the Quran says it is a guidance and a healing and a mercy to those who believe. If you really accept Allah, you will turn to the Quran. You will take that opportunity. You will. Because it's right there. It's a living miracle that transformed the barbarians into a society that led civilization. If you only know the contribution that the Muslim scholars made to science after Islam, it's incredible. I don't have time to tell you that. But I will tell you that the Quran says, if you read it, O oh Allah, increase me in knowledge. It says that. Read it. You can understand it. You don't have to pass fatwas. You can find out. But read it for guidance. Read and understand. Or ask somebody to explain to you. Or be interested in what it says. Because it benefits you. The very last thing I'll say and I end with this is. The message of the Quran is. Turn back to Allah. He is all forgiving. He is all merciful. The Quran doesn't expect us to be perfect. The Quran just expects us to be honest. If you say... I have erred Allah. I have denied you. I haven't really given you the attention that you deserve. Allah doesn't need you to be perfect. Just needs you to be honest. 
if you admit that you have erred, that's what Allah wants for you. Just to admit the truth about Allah, the truth about life, live naturally. That's what Allah wants. Allah wants us to admit that we are in error. Not for Allah's sake. He doesn't need us to be different. Allah is free of need. But for our sake, if you can see that you are in error, it's a very great thing. Never be embarrassed to admit that you sin or ashamed to say that you sin. But rather be embarrassed and ashamed that you don't admit that you sin. For the greatest sin might actually be not admitting that you sin. If you admit that you sin, you can turn in your ways. So the message of Allah, read the Quran, it says, Say to the servants, do not despair of the mercy of your Lord. Allah forgives all sins. So shukran alhamdulillah, very grateful for the opportunity to be here in Makassar and to share with you truth that has transformed my life and transformed the people's life and may you access and engage the truth that transforms you and benefits you and that you live with Iman, that you die with Iman, that you be raised up with Iman and that you have the best in the home of the hereafter. Read the Quran, it will tell you the hereafter is the final settlement, it is the best life. This world is temporary. It's just to test. Read the word, Quran. It says it tests to see who are inclining to the natural way of worshipping Allah and being appreciative. And who worships shaitan. Not follow shaitan. It says it tests. The, the Quran says the world tests us to see whether we turn towards Allah and the natural way. Or we worship Satan, not follow Satan. So either you worship Allah, and if you don't worship Allah, you worship Satan, according to the Quran. Shukr alhamdulillah, all praise, glory and thanks is due to Allah Almighty. His choices, blessings upon our beloved Prophet Shukran to Mulana Muhammad Peters for the opportunity. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.